Welcome to the Music Licensing Podcast. I'm your co-host, Sonnet Simmons. And I'm John Kleinbaum. Each week we sit down with top professionals in the sync world to discuss their experiences and offer inside insights on what it takes to play song to picture. From music supervisors to ad agency executives, from trailer houses to indie artists racking up licenses with their music, we'll be talking to all of the people who make the sync magic happen. Music is the backbone of a successful film or TV show. It's all about finding the right fit for the right song for the right moment. I think the key to success in music licensing is really building relationships. If you're passionate about music and the business behind making compelling media, this is the podcast for you. Join us each week as we dive into the fascinating world of sync and explore it with the people it takes to make it all click. The Music Licensing Podcast, where business meets the art of storytelling in media. Are you loving the information shared by our guests and hungry for more? Consider becoming a patron of the podcast. Our patrons get exclusive access to extra content from our guests each month. We have bonus content in our Patreon page that is only for our patrons. For $3 a month, you get this access and you help support us bring this podcast to you each week. You can go to musiclicensingpodcast.com to become a patron today and get extra access Hey friends, welcome back to the Music Licensing Podcast. Today we are sitting down with Tiff Randall, singer, songwriter, musician, composer, and co-founder of Mamas in Music. She is such a gift to this world. She has created Mamas in Music, a nonprofit to bring more resources, education, support, opportunities to moms in music. She shares and highlights what are some of the hurdles and obstacles that mothers in music are facing, how to change that within the industry, how to stir the environment and to really create more change by these kind of conversations. It is an incredible conversation. I know you will enjoy it. A conversation for all, not just mothers. Today we have Tiff Randall on the podcast. Welcome. Thank you so much for joining us today. I have been looking forward to this conversation. We have been kind of playing phone tag and had some chit chats here and there and so impressed with what you've done in this world, what you're doing, that you're a mama, what you stand for, and can't wait to dive into this conversation. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm, I'm very happy to be here. So so um, I spoke briefly about your bio, what you do, what, what this conversation is about in the intro, but can you tell people, just give us a little rundown of who you are, what you do, and what inspired you to co-create and found Mamas in Music? Sure. Yeah. Um, I do. I do a lot of things. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, my I'm um, most of my career has been in songwriting, then shifting towards like also, you know, producing um, and and then, um, you know, various like media composing, um, immersive 360 um, work and um, and then uh, founding Mamas of Music. Um, and uh, yeah, um, th that that started. Do you want to just dive in too? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, look, I, I've been I've been in the creative you know field for for most of my career, just kind of doing a lot of different things. Um, and uh, and then you know after having my little person, um, he was born in 2018. Uh, I connected with another uh, mama over. 
in the UK. And uh, we, in 2019, formed Mamas and Music because both of us kind of had, we had our babies at the same time and we were both experiencing a lot of the same stuff that I know a lot of other women in the industry experience when they have kids. Um, you know, for myself, um, I had been, um, most of my, you know, most of my career had been in song licensing, song sync and, and things like that. And then um, I was working towards a big release um, I had, um, you know, a team on board and then I had my little person and when about six months or six weeks after he was born, um, they kind of dropped out and I was like, I have no idea to, I have no idea what to do with all this material and, mm. um, I didn't have the bandwidth to kind of find new representation, find all of that kind of stuff. So I just put everything on pause, um, and, you know, and, like spent time with my kiddo. We were, um, my husband's, um, for, for work travels a lot. So we, we spend about half of every year out of our house in different countries, you know, it was like Prague for the first year and the second year. And then, yeah. So, so we bounce around a lot. Um, it's amazing. Yeah. It's, it's, it's amazing. It's complicated. It's, yeah. It's complicated. Um, and so, so basically I was really at the time, um, feeling like, um, I needed to um, find um, community and, you know, connect back in and figure out, you know, kind of how to navigate the balance of, of it all, because um, obviously you just don't have as much time and resources and all of the stuff with, with the little with the little person. So Mary and I started um, creating uh, Mamas Music and figuring out how we could kind of build a nurturing, supportive community and start creating resources and programs and um, and here, you know, here we are now we've got, um, um, a wonderful community and we've got like a variety of programs that we've already launched and that we're working on. And, um, yeah, it's just really great to have that. Um, I found that that's helped me with kind of balance, finding some balance, even though it's a whole other monster of work. Totally. <laughs> totally. But you create what you need, you know, it's like, oh, looking for the community that's not there. So then you go and create what it is that you need. And so, yes, it's extra work, but it's also balancing in that, like you've created something that is super beneficial and supportive of where you're at and gives you some new avenues and opportunities for what you do. And while also helping so many other moms i know when you first become there's just if you're not you just can't explain it there's no words for the the rebirth that happens and as a creative it's another type of language to have that intersection of creative life meets mom life and like how do you navigate all of that and find the space for yourself and your creativity and also you have this new priority that has really shifted up in your priority scale with an, a little human. Um, what would you say are, you know, for, for, I know you, you now work and support and speak with so many other moms in music. What are some of the common hurdles, um, challenges that you hear, you know, that you've experienced, but also that you hear other people, other moms are experiencing and how community really helps, even though it doesn't make it, it, it doesn't solve the problem necessarily, but it gives you the foundation and resources to kind of move through them. So what would be some of those challenges that um, you've heard? It always, you know, I have to, Mike, do you hear my cat? Just do you hear my cat in the background the entire time yelling? No. 
I'm, I can't hear anything. <laughs> her question, but I'm going to let her in because okay. she's like a yeah, yeah. monster on the door. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's going to join us. Oh my gosh. I love um, it. it, you know, it, it always comes down to um, the, the conversations are almost always about both time and money. Um, and, you know, for, for obvious reasons, you know, you, you, you have less time to go out networking and, you know, doing a lot of, you know, getting out and going to events, um, where you find a lot of the opportunities that will get, get you work. Um, and, uh, you know, and, and obviously another human costs, uh, costs more money, especially a little person. So, um, so, so those are the the main things, and and um, I think that how community can help. Well, first of all, um, just having a community that understands, you know, both from a supportive emotional perspective, that kind of understands the pressures of the creative industry, the music industry. Mm-hmm addition to the pressures of being a mother uh that that intersection is is pretty can be very raw for people uh mm-hmm. in so many ways mm-hmm. um so being able to just have conversations about that with the level of understanding is you know is a huge thing um you know that being said you know from the the get-go you know, Mary and I both wanted to not just have something that would be a nurturing support group, like have that, but also how do we, how do we try to create change? Mm -hmm. Um, How do we try to create um, change in the, in the industry and the talking points and also um, equitable opportunities for Mm -hmm. women who are mothers? Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's, and so that's one of the the big pieces is that, you know, collectively, you know, we're having conversations about how we can, you know, work together to bring opportunities to um, mothers in the, in the community. Um, and we're trying to bring together different programs and initiatives that do that. Um, so we've, you know, what we've launched, I mean, we've been doing since we started monthly, um, for the most part, almost every single month since we started, we've done these virtual panels, virtual meetups um, with women around the globe. And on those calls, a lot of times it's just, you know, just that, just connecting, being able to talk about stuff and get real with each other. Um, But it's also, you know, we have special guests come in and talk about things. Um, so that's one, you know, area where we've connected. We also um, have had um, in the UK, we had um, uh, the UK Arts Council put on a, an event with us um, last year. And, you know, we're looking at doing more of those. And then we just did the first um, with two other uh, organizations with PRS um, and uh, Levi's kind of uh, supporting that uh, venture. That's awesome. We did a song camp for mothers. Oh, I saw that. That's so yeah, cool. Yeah, it was really, it was, yeah, it was really cool. Um, and, and that was kind of song camps has been one of our 
things that, that Mary in particular has been really focused on wanting to launch. And so that was kind of the first one off the ground. And then we're looking at doing that and, you know, everywhere. Um, and, uh, and then we have um, production uh, music albums that we started to put out. And that was just like, you know, a way to kind of what, what I, what I like about that is that um, I think it's a good foray for a lot of women into, um, you know, producing yeah. and getting to briefs. Um, you know, uh, hopefully there's mailbox many in the future for people. So that kind of allows a bit of a stream of, of revenue as well as, um, you know, it's just nice um, for building confidence. I think a lot of women in our industry, it's, you know, it's, it's shifting for sure. But a lot of, a lot of women um, have not necessarily like felt a lot of confidence around producing and things like that. It's been mostly like hundred you know, percent male dominated. Yeah. And um, forever. And, yeah. Yeah. Forever. And it still is. Um, yeah. You no, know, but, um, but the, you know, those things are shifting and I feel like doing, um, things like a production album, um, is, is a lot less high stakes than like doing an artist album. You know, it's, you know, I mean, <laughs> you know, I don't want to say that, but you know, it, it's just the, the pressure of doing a, you know, doing a full artist album or something, um, and making everything sound, you know, so, so special is just different than doing a production brief. And so it's, I think it's been nice for some of the women to be able to kind of dip their toes in and, you know, and, and work that way. Um, so those were some of the things that we're doing. Um, and, and we're, you know, we're also working on some other some other things as well that we'll be kind of launching in the new year, but just always looking for ways to um, connect and create those opportunities and working with other organizations to try and see where we can intersect because, you know, like when we launched, when we launched this, um, you know, we, we were looking all over for an organization that was um, specifically for mothers, um, mm -hmm. wanted to join. <laughs> we were like, yeah. why, why doesn't this exist? Um, and, um, and, and, you know, the idea was, was that if there was a hub that could, you know, work with all these, there's so many organizations in this industry and it's, it's so, um, already kind of overwhelming, um, that, you know, we wanted to create some kind of collective community where like, everyone who was in this particular demographic, because it is a niche demographic, you know, and like, again, when we were starting, I talked to a bunch of different, you know, men in the industry who, I, you know, was like, you know, can you, like, would you support this? Would you, and they were like, it sounds great, but is there really, like, is there really a demographic yeah, in history yeah. that, that this is, like, you have to, they literally said to me, you have to prove before we can really that get there's moms in music. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's really, and these are people who've been wow. in the industry for a long time. They were like, you need to like get polls and information and prove to us that this would be something kind of worth like devoting time and resources to. And I was like, well, I, I mean, yeah, I can't really exactly answer that, but I do know a lot of women who have had babies who have been in music for a long time. <laughs> and and I imagine that there's a need. Um, so, um, yeah, um, I, I don't have all the, the answers around it yet. Um, yeah. But, I mean, I know, don't, I don't know. And it's not even like you need to have all the answers, but you're creating the, the community and the conversation and change around the conversation. And we have been, you know, we've brought a few 
conversations forward around this in my community. And a few of the men have stepped up and is like, this is so helpful. We had no idea, you know, that the, and there, and some women feel really isolated and alone in the challenges that come up or the inequalities that they're feeling. I know when I first became pregnant, I was like, my career's over. Like I, you don't have a necessarily a model unless, you know, you're already really established and then you've like, you know, Grammy award winning and then you go and have children. Like that's kind of modeled, but the, like, I'm still trying to figure it out, hustle, like releasing indie records kind of artist, what does that look like? And how do you kind of stay on your game while still prioritizing your children and, and bringing in more communities to support? Cause you just don't have the same bandwidth. What would you, I would love to, for anybody who's listening, who just doesn't kind of have that, you know, which is a lot of people, they don't quite understand what those inequalities are, where the like, where do the opportunities kind of stop? Like you mentioned a little bit, we can't go out as much. So we're not going to be like networking in the same way. Or I know for me, it was like, I'm not going to make, I never wanted to ever make any 11 PM recording sessions, but I'm definitely not making an 11 PM recording session now. Like, you know, that's just, there's some boundaries in place and I will just not do it. But what are you seeing also in terms of bringing highlighting where there has been inequality, where the conversation is starting to shift and how you might be able to just shed a little bit more light on that for anybody who who's, um, you know, kind of tuning in and learning about this or didn't quite, you know, think about it in that way. I mean, I think there's um, inequity across the board around it, you know, and in, in different yes. areas of the industry, it shows up differently. So, mm. you know, how it shows up for women in the business uh, arena is different for, you know, women in, in the creative. And I mean, you pointed, you know, to the very obvious, you know, there are, there are women who are very successful, who are able to, um, you know, proudly, uh, show their, um, their babies and their bellies and, um, and, and there's not the repercussions that, that those of us that are not in the 1% feel. And Mm -hmm. so I think, you know, like a lot of things in, you know, in our world, there's, you know, there's a middle-class and there's the, you know, there's the lower, you know, uh, class of music, um, of music makers um, and, and I think that this shows up for us a lot more because there's not, there's no, there's no unions, mm-hmm. there's no healthcare, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, there's, there's so it's like the wild west for those of us that are, that are creatives. Um, there's, you know, there's timelines and deadlines that are, um, for, for those that are in like media composition, um, that, you know, that there's an expectation to compete with, you know, um, men who have a staff, you know, <laughs> or, you know, mm-hmm. you know, people don't have, um, those. So, so a lot of times it's the, like you pointed out to the 11 o'clock recording sessions. So those that are songwriters who are, you know, wanting expected to be at sessions that are late at night or, you know, at odd hours and they've got to pick up their kid from school or, you know, put, you know, those kinds of things. So there's a lot of, um, that's where the time aspect comes in a lot Mm -hmm. of times. And it's also where the the money aspect shows up because, you know, somebody else is going to 
potentially take that slot. Um, so a lot of where I see, you know, the conversations needing to be had, um, you know, and it's, it, it's an, I think it's an evolving conversation, but I think there needs to be, I, I do think that there needs to be, um, you know, support options, like, you know, we're, you know, working towards having like, you know, grant options and, you know, there's programs out there like, you know, music cares, you know, who we've, we've spoken to as well. And, you know, how could there be a bit more, um, support for, for, for women who are going through that transition, mm-hmm. um, you know, from, from, uh, companies in the industry that, you know, that support, um, because there's definitely, even they, when we spoke to them, they were like, you know, yeah, there's a dropout of women at a certain age who are coming to them for support, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, there's not a lot of mothers and, and things like that. So there's definitely a shift that happens because, you know, people a lot of times have to kind of, they have to choose. Um, so I think a lot of it is about, um, just being really loud and advocating for mothers as a demographic in, you know, out there in, 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 you know, to the studio system and to labels and industry, um, you know, that is a specific demographic where in order to bring equity, there has to be a bit of a, a shift with, um, with time and resources, you know, and, and that's just the reality. If, if people want, if people want to provide equitable opportunities for mothers, it's going to, it can sometimes affect the company's bottom line a bit because yeah. they yeah. might need to extend timelines. They might, you know, and, and so, so there's a, a real conversation about that. And I think it's important to establish that it, that it needs to, it needs to exist as, as a portion of what they're considering for who they're hiring. I wanted to take a quick break. If you guys are looking for more information on music licensing, on live events, on our private sync community, please come on over to twoindie.com. We put on live events every year. We have a private sync community. We have a free 90-minute boot camp that covers everything that you need to know about music licensing. It really gives you that jump start that you might be looking for. If you're looking for more resources, more education, more events to get involved in, please come on over to twoindie.com. Okay, and now back to the episode. I don't, um, I, I realize it's a really hard conversation to, to, to have. Yeah, and yeah. that there's, you know, um, the, the competition model that we have dictates um, that, you know, whoever can do it the fastest, the hardest um, will, you know, will, will kind of rise. Um and uh, and and because of that model being always the priority, um, it it does take opportunities away. So, like as an organization, we're basically out there going, like, yeah, okay, and so and so what? Um, you know, that's cool, but also you need to actually prioritize carving out some aspect of of things for this demographic. Mm-hmm. And how can you make it work? You know, if you have a, a label or an organization, like you need lactation rooms and you need, um, you know, breaks uh, for, and you you maybe need to, you know, be able to let women out uh, earlier so they can pick up their kids and, and have some flexibility, um, mm-hmm. you know, with, so that, so that there can be, 
um, that that equity, um, because we obviously don't get a lot in the way of maternity leave in this country. <laughs> so ridiculous. Um, <laughs> it's so crazy. <laughs> so so we have to um, have conversations and put pressures on and, you know, and try and find organizations that um, want to, you know, that that see the importance and value of that. Um, and I think in society, it's just really important because, you know, we're like we're raising we're raising the next generation. You know, we have, um, you know, we have things to say in, in the world that are valuable. Um, and I think as mothers, we learn to do those things in smaller time snips than maybe yes. we had yeah. before because we have yeah. no option. And, and I think those things are valuable so we can do things in shorter time windows than, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, perhaps right. others, others can just cause we have to. Yes. I mean, like when you think about, um, give a mother a job, like she's going to do that and four other jobs at the same time and project manage and also, you know, pick up diapers on the way or like drop off for soccer, like whatever it might be. Yeah, it's true. Like the way that you really learn how to do what needs to be done and still advocate. And I really love how you said um, you have to be loud because you being loud is giving permission to so many other moms to be like, oh yeah, no, like I don't need to apologize that it might, it might cost your company a little bit more money to have a woman who's a mom on staff or to create more space around, you know, change the timing of things so that it works for a school or whatever it might be. It might be a little less convenient or a little less hustle, hustle, but like that is the conversation that needs so that is what it takes to have an inclusive community, an inclusive company and give opportunities to mothers who are raising our next generation, who are who have so much to say and really matter in a, in a generational way. Um, it's, yeah, I really love, you have to get loud. But when you feel all alone and you feel like you're the only one who feels this way or there's no other options for me, then it's hard to be loud. And you have created something that is allowing women to step forward and to speak up and to say, yeah, and so I still deserve a space here. I still deserve a spot here. And that is huge. Yeah. Yeah. It's You know, I think it's also important for for young women as well. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I, when I was, when I was in my twenties, um, you know, I was like, I will never have a child, you know, and part of why I was saying, yeah, I I mean, so many of us, right. And a big piece of that was because of this, you know, this messaging that I was Mm -hmm. getting from the industry. It was almost, I was like, no, nobody wants to take a chance. I have a very small window of time when they'll be willing to take a chance with me. Um, and Mm -hmm. you know, the, the pressures of that, um, and I wanted to just kind of prove that my devotion was to my, my, my first baby, which was, was music. Mm -hmm. Um, and, um, and what a, what a, what a bunch of crap that is, you know, like it's really, it's really, um, kind of just terrible that 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 is the message that goes out there that you that you cannot have both so that you begin to become inauthentic with your own self um and and that's just heartbreaking um that I that I was that for myself that I felt so you know like hard 
towards motherhood mm-hmm. for such a long time because you know I had to keep it far away from me mm-hmm. until one of my beloved you know songwriting partners who was you know I don't 15 you know 15 years my senior said to me don't do not make the mistake that I made mm, don't wow do it don't let them like don't mm. let them do to you what they did to me because I'll never get that time back. And it was mm. really like chilling to me. Um, wow. And gives me that was, yeah. And that, that was the moment that made me go, okay, I actually, yeah. Wow. I, I, I do want this, mm-hmm. you know, somewhere inside myself. So I really want to, to, to change that conversation for, for young women in the industry. I don't want them to have to kind of feel that way. It's like not everyone needs to have kids or anything, but like I don't want people to to second guess themselves or feel like they have to make a choice. Right. Yeah. Or to yeah, to just feel like they have this small window that there's only opportunity between the ages of this or uh, you know, other it it's very dimensional, you know, it, it was very much like, what's your body size? It's, you know, yeah. that conversation is changing dramatically, which is amazing and has changed. And I can't even believe how drastic it was um, before and, and that we just took it. We just were like, oh, that's, that's just the facts. Like you have to be skinny. You have to not be a mom. You need to be under 23 or whatever it might be. You know, I know when I turned 30, I was like, I I spiraled into darkness. I was like, it's over for me. Like I didn't make it and all of this energy and I didn't make it. And I decided to become a mother after I got off one of those reality singing shows. And I was like, F this, like, it's a game. Like you're on top, you're on the bottom, you're on the top. You're And like, actually I do want to have children and I'm not going to play this game. And I went out to do it. Like, you know, three weeks later I met my husband and that was, but it took like some heartbreak to really feel like I needed to choose that. And when you said that, it gives me chills. I know a lot of people who didn't have children and what a gift and what a gift it is, you know, if you choose, not that you have to be a mother, but, you know, whether you're a mother or you're motherly or, you know, you just living your most expressed authentic self. And I think that's really, you know, whatever that looks like for you is the celebration is the conversation and man, I'm grateful for what you, what you two have created and are creating and the people you're bringing, um, support and resources to around the world too. Thank you. Yeah. It's yeah. cool. It's like some amazing, amazing people. And, you know, I'm like excited to see what everybody, you know, comes together and brings forward. And I, I feel like it's a collective conversation. You know, it's, it's really, <clears throat> it is a niche <laughs> and, you know, it is there, you know, and we're kind of all in this together, um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's really important from, <clears throat> you know, from all areas um, that we um, advocate for one another and, you know, step up to bring, you know, opportunities to one another because um, nobody else is going to do it. You know, mm-hmm. um, nobody else is going to have that like full understanding, um, you know, except for us knocking and saying, I get that you don't understand, but this is <clears throat> this is what it is. And, um, you know, and we 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 want to make sure there's still a seat at the table. Um, and. And so, yeah, I mean, that's, 
I think I think it's a matter of all of us coming together and you know finding those ways that we can bring things to the table for the community and you know and that's all that Mary and I you know have done and start you know she's she's stepped in with you know pushing forward song camps because that's an area that she's passionate about and you know and I'm like you know, while my background is in songwriting, I've really been shifting towards scoring. And so the, you know, doing something like the production albums was something where I was like, okay, like that's something that I can steamroll for, for others. And other people that's are so cool. stepping in going like, I'm envisioning doing something like this. And the idea is, you know, that we can collectively create, you know, pu- a push forward in the areas where we're focused. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, while doing that for ourselves, we can open those doors to to other to others in the community. And I, and I do think that, um, you know, it's a lot more intriguing coming to uh, organizations um, collectively rather than individually. And, you know, it's it's a lot easier because we can team together as well, mm. um, you know. Yeah, hand in and hand. That's the big piece of it, right? You're on your, you know, we're on our own juggling 8 million things, like raising, you know, humans and, you know, trying to, you know, continue doing the work that we do and, you know, pushing up. And there's really, there's no possible way to do it as individuals. No. We have to do it collectively. And um, yeah. That's it. You that's have to it. do it collectively. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing more to say. It takes a village, you know, uh, all the way around. And it yeah. is like, it is niche, but it also is the uh, a part of the umbrella of women's equality. And it brings forth, you know, some, so many, so many conversations and brings to light a lot of, it brings into the space, something that's really needed for this wild west of the creative career life, you know, and it's also great that those women who are really successful and can show that they've had children, you know, after, after their great success, they are also willing to speak up and, and share. And, you know, they know that I'm sure it's not just that it's easy for them either. You know, there was always a mother's job is always struggling so many things and in a world where they have to kind of make the space to do so. Yeah. So. yeah. And that that's why I love the word like equity versus equality, because there's just actually when you, when you, when it comes down to it, no matter, <laughs> I never see there's a way for equality um, yeah. with, with, with the double job. It's just a. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Equity. <laughs> 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 yeah, I love it. Um, all right. So people who are tuning in, where can they find you? Where can find Mamas in Music? Where can they listen to your music? What's next? What would you like people to kind of follow and tune into? Yeah. Um, well, uh, mamasinmusic.org is our website. Um, anyone can become a member. Um, for Mamas, it's it's free. Um and as of now, for allies as well, it's free. Um, people can donate as they please to the organization. We want to make sure that um, you know mothers are are um, able to participate um, because there's already so such a strain on resources that we just didn't want to put any kind of you know fee so that anyone can donate as they want. Um, people can uh, sponsor. Organizations can sponsor. 
Um, And so they can find all that info on the website. And for my um, music, um, it's tiffrandall.com, T-I-F-F-R-A-N-D-O-L.com. And I also have a project called I Am Eve. Um, And uh, my last album, my last EP was called Isolation, which was very different from anything that I've done uh, because I've been kind of shifting towards um, cinematic kind of scoring material and um so that was a bit of a departure but I, I love it I I think it's a really interesting like you know weird weird listen um if anyone's feeling like reflective and ethereal um you can hear other uh other stuff I used to do more like Americana stuff and then I am Eve is a very like cinematic electronic kind of pop uh project um mm. And let's see, in the new year, I have um, a piece coming out with um, a label called X2 and an artist uh, named Alana Crouch um, and, you know, working on some some other projects as well. So I guess just keep posted. On- Amazing. Wow. <laughs> and you're a mom and you are creating opportunities for moms around the world, mamas around the world. And I'm really so glad to have this conversation with you and to connect with you. And I know we've connected on Instagram and quickly on a phone call here or there, but you know, you're doing big work and I know that it's not always easy. Thanks. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And I, I really appreciate you, you having me here and everything that, you're doing to push forward the conversation as well. It's really, you know, we've all got to mow it forward. My kiddo is homesick. <laughs> I'm like, well, today is one of those days where I show up to my meetings with the kid on my lap. Like that's just what it's going to be today. <laughs> and yeah. I have to kind of push through that discomfort of, you know, I know that a lot of people appreciate it, but also it's like my attention is, diverted at times or like, I'm sorry, I've got to go get a snack or like whatever it might be, you know, like, and you just got to own it. You got to push through it and own it. And like her being there is also part of that conversation. This is my company and I'm allowed to bring my child on the screen so that I can take a meeting. And that is what it is. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's really, um, empowering and, um, and it's, you know, it's not always easy to do in those moments. So I, I really, I feel your pain around it. (laughs) And also, you know, we, it's like, it's, you know, it's like we're on an airplane and, you know, there's kids in the backseat, you know, making noises and kicking. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we're all in this world together. We're like, we're on a plane (laughs) and, you know, like, thank God that you're wanting to, um, be a, a good mother and find balance because we want, we want healthy, balanced humans moving forward. Like we don't, yes, we do. We need more of that. Um, that's why it's an important conversation. Um, yeah. A special shout out to Daniel Lim for providing this incredible music to our podcast and Kurt Hunter, our editor. Big thanks to our patrons on Patreon, Holger Willebrand, Carolee Garrison, Daniel Trilk, Ted Meyerson, Willow Speak, Mark Stone from the Dirty Country Band, Lisa Dunn, Gabrielle Taran, and Claire Heaton. We can't do it without you. Thank you so much for your support. 